I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Next week, we'll take a look. Another delay in D.C. schools' mandatory COVID vaccination policy may be coming. This is Kyle Cooper. Part of the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum reopens today. And we've got a nice day ahead with sunshine and highs near 70. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A boy sits in jail in Raleigh, North Carolina this morning, suspected of shooting and killing five people on a residential trail yesterday. Mayor Marianne Baldwin with a familiar plea. We have to end this mindless gun violence that is happening in our country. We have work to do, but there are too many victims. We have to wake up. It's the 25th mass killing in America this year. The House January 6th investigating committee has voted unanimously to subpoena former President Trump. More on that from CBS's Natalie Brand. The former president lashed out on social media asking why he wasn't asked months ago and saying the committee is, quote, a total bust that has only served to further divide the country. A final report of the panel's findings is expected by the end of the year. Trump says he'll release a full statement in about two hours. The former president has lost a round at the Supreme Court, which denied his application for review of an appeals court ruling in the Mar-a-Lago documents case. CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy has that. Trump attorneys were hoping the Supreme Court would overrule an appeals panel which said documents marked classified or by their nature too sensitive to be reviewed by the special master. The high court denied Trump's appeal. The practical impact is that the Justice Department's investigation into the handling of documents will continue, as will the special master's privilege review, without touching roughly 100 of the seized documents, which had classified markings. Yesterday's report that the consumer price index increased more than 8% of the past 12 months included the news that heating costs were way up. CBS's Nancy Cordes says that's probably going to be the case this winter as well. According to a new government estimate, Americans who rely on natural gas to heat their homes, and that's about half the country. They are going to pay up to 30% more to heat their homes this winter than they did last year. Analysts say yesterday's report increases the likelihood that the Federal Reserve will bump up interest rates twice before the end of the year. In southeast Australia, thousands of people are being asked to evacuate their homes after two days of nonstop rain that's triggered flash flooding and has caused fast-moving waters to burst riverbanks. Victoria State Premier Daniel Andrews. There are an, another 500 homes at least that have been isolated. So when I say homes, properties, maybe more than just a house, maybe in terms of farmland, much bigger. South Korea says North Korea has launched a ballistic missile toward its eastern waters. The South said the launch happened early this morning, local time. AAA says the average cost of a gallon of regular gasoline dropped to 390 overnight. Stock futures down across the board. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 6.03 Friday morning, October 14th. Clouds will break up, becoming sunny and delightful today with highs in the low 70s.
Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour, a teenager is dead after being shot near an elementary school in Northeast D.C. yesterday afternoon. We're asking for the community's help for this 15-year-old uh, young man. Uh, loss of life. Darnell Robinson is the commander of the police department 6th district. He says it appears the teen was targeted. About 3.30 Thursday afternoon, he was sitting on a porch when a car pulled up. Three men got out and opened fire, hitting the teen multiple times. This on 48th place near Ayton Elementary. It was approximately 50 kids that were exiting the bus. Um, this is a, a, a drop-off location. In Northeast, Christy King, WTOP News. That victim is identified as Andre Robertson Jr. Police say that a car involved in this shooting was found last night in Oxon Hill. You can read more about this case at WTOP.com. There is no plan to vote next week on whether Dan Snyder should remain the Washington commander's owner. That's according to three people with knowledge of the agenda of the upcoming NFL owners meetings in New York. Snyder's ownership of the team became a hotter topic yesterday following an ESPN report detailing his efforts to influence other owners and the league office in order to maintain control of the team. Snyder attorney John Brownlee says his firm is looking into possible legal action against ESPN over the report. I served as a prosecutor for a long time and at, at its highest levels. And people come to prosecutors probably like they come to reporters with a lot of information. Sometimes it kind of crazy information. Citing anonymous sources, ESPN reported Snyder has hired private investigators and told people he has damaging information about fellow owners and commissioner Roger Goodell. Campaign 2022 on WTOP, a Maryland group that says it's committed to preventing voter fraud, has an unusual plan for a hand recount following the election next month. The Maryland Voter Integrity Group says it's working to recruit volunteers statewide, both Democrats and Republicans, who would hand count paper ballots the morning after the November 8th election. The group's leader says the idea is to retabulate the ballots and compare the results to what the ballot scanning machines showed in an effort to look for discrepancies. But it doesn't appear that this would be permitted under state law. For one thing, the Baltimore Sun notes that such volunteers would not be allowed to touch ballots, as only staff hired by local election boards can do that. Still, the group says it's working to recruit 600 volunteers for its effort. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Maryland voters will be choosing the state's next governor, attorney general, comptroller, and more. If you want to cast your ballot early, there are now nearly 300 drop boxes set up throughout the state. Early in-person voting begins later this month. Meantime, if you want to vote early in D.C., starting today, you can also cast your ballot at a drop box. There are 55 ballot drop boxes placed throughout the district. They'll stay open until Election Day. If you want to vote early and in person, that runs from October 31st until November 6th at 25 voting centers throughout the district. D.C. voters will be choosing council members, an attorney general, and a delegate to Congress. In Virginia, all 11 congressional seats are on the ballot, and there are a number of local races as well. Early voting kicked off last month. It runs through November 5th. Now, the deadline to register to vote in the Commonwealth is Monday. We have everything you need to know about the general election at WTOP.com. Coming up after traffic and weather, just how effective are those new COVID vaccine boosters? It's 607. Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? 
The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. Being heavy was so hard. I would get out of breath just by going up steps. At Anova, weight loss isn't just about losing pounds. It's improving your overall health. As a designated center of excellence, ANOVA's team develops a comprehensive weight loss program just for you. That's why Eric proudly says, I have lost 111 pounds. My type 2 diabetes has been completely resolved. I would absolutely recommend ANOVA's weight loss program. Start your journey today. You have everything to gain. Visit ANOVA.org slash journey. Good morning, it's 6.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th now, Friday morning, and Jack in the Traffic Center. Take it easy with an early delay in Maryland, topside outer loop, immediate delays at New Hampshire Avenue to an earlier wreck that was after Georgia Avenue. It had been blocking the right lane. Sounded like we'd had a lot of equipment leave the scene. Unclear if everybody's gone or if this is just now on the shoulder. And now with all lanes open, everybody can improve their ride. Getting south of town, we're a little heavier now around on the inner loop near 210, headed down toward the Wilson Bridge. The ramp from National Harbor onto the inner loop local lane. Three, four vehicles involved in a crash that have been along the left side of the roadway stay right to get by. Now, there was activity inside the Beltway, both directions on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, down near 450. You're going to find it on the right shoulder, both north and south. Not a huge delay. Reports of some fire department activity up in Gaithersburg. This was reported on 355 northbound before Odin Hall Avenue. All right, in Virginia, delays immediately in Lorton, 95 going northbound in the main line. After the Fairfax County Parkway, two left lanes are blocked at the crash cleanup. You're going to find the rest of the trip into Springfield, north on to 395 without delay all the way to the 14th. Beltway looks good. Both loops between Alexandria and McLean. 66, no worries yet. Gainesville East all the way toward Roslyn should find your travel lanes open. Good start downtown. We're quiet on the freeway. North I-295 is looking good. DC-295 is a little heavier. Southbound passing Nanny Hill and Burroughs Avenue toward East Capitol Street. And a little more volume, but uh, not costing you any time yet. Inbound New York Avenue headed from northeast into northwest. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. The forecast now from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill. Starting the day with plenty of cloud cover, but I guarantee the sun will break through and we'll have a delightful Friday. High temperatures today in the lower 70s. Some patchy fog west of the Blue Ridge tonight. Otherwise, clear skies and very pleasant with upper 40s. Mid-70s on Saturday with beautiful weather, a little bit of a southwest breeze, a couple of showers to end the weekend, but that won't happen until after sunset. Monday, mostly cloudy, brisk. Temperatures in the upper 60s, much cooler on Tuesday. I'm Storm Team is Chad Merrill. And right now we've got uh, 56 degrees in Hyattsville and it's 52 in Fredericksburg. East of Maryland, that comes in at 56 degrees. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimates. 6-11 now. Get ready, Space Geeks. The National Air and Space Museum opens back up again today, at least partially. Visitors can now reserve free timed entry passes to the newly renovated West Wing. Eight exhibits are on display. Museum director Christopher Brown says that includes Destination Moon with artifacts from the Apollo era to the modern day. 
one of the things we show in this gallery are the people. We highlight the people who are largely women who literally hand-stitched these spacesuits uh, that allowed our astronauts to survive. The rest of the museum is still under construction, scheduled to be completed in 2025. You can hear the full interview on the DMV download, available wherever you get your podcasts. Well, some D.C. students who are under a mandate to get vaccinated against COVID-19 may get another reprieve. The date to get fully vaccinated or be removed from school for kids 12 and up is January 3rd. But the D.C. Council will now vote November 1st on whether to extend that deadline to the start of the 2023-24 school year. One issue is the large number of students eligible, 45%, who have not followed through. There is a some group of parents out there who are seemingly very strongly against the COVID vaccine. Thomas Farley with DC Health speaking before a council committee says he still wants kids to get the shots. Some on the council acknowledge that mandate could fully be removed before the start of the next school year, depending on the course of the virus. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. It's still not clear how much more protection is offered by the updated Omicron targeting COVID vaccine boosters. Pfizer announced yesterday the new boosters have generated a strong immune response against the BA4 and BA5 subvariants. But some experts have criticized that announcement, pointing to a lack of data about whether the shots actually protect against infection or illness. The Food and Drug Administration has declared a nationwide shortage of Adderall. That's the medication used to treat people with ADHD. One maker of the drug is reporting manufacturing delays. The other manufacturers report problems with meeting demand as well. Adderall is a highly regulated controlled substance which contains the stimulant amphetamine. Analysts say as a result, it's difficult for pharmacies to quickly pivot and carry new brands. And since the pandemic began, telehealth startups have flourished with some prescribing Adderall and other drugs more frequently. Coming up on WTOP, a top lawmaker hospitalized this morning. At 6.13. When your back pain is your foot's fault, this is Dean's story. It was affecting me when I walked, which is a kind of a common activity. Dean's chronic back pain had become a pain in the you-know-what. At first, I just sort of ignored it, but eventually, everything catches up to you. Physically and mentally. Back pain affects your mood. It really does. But that's not the only connection Dean made. A friend of mine suggested I go to the Good Feet store. I was a little confused. Why would I need a foot store? My feet are fine. But he thought, what the heck? He had nothing to lose. They took impressions of my feet, and with the footprint, they were able to get me a personalized arch support that, like, lifted pressure off my back. Hmm. So the source of your back pain was right under your toes. It's something maybe I should have known, but I found out in the nicest possible way. See how arch supports work for you with a free fitting. The Good Feet store has seven locations in greater D.C. and in greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. Republican Congressman Denver Riggleman has a message for his fellow Virginians. Listen up. This is not a typical political ad. I'm a Republican congressman saying nice things about a Democrat. Abigail Spanberger. In Congress, the parties sit apart and don't work together, except Abigail. I'm Abigail Spanberger, and you deserve a Congress that works for you. It's why I've stood up to the leaders of both political parties, leading the charge to ban Congress from trading stocks against congressional pay raises and supporting term limits. She's trying to change Congress and make it work, and she's ranked the most bipartisan member of Congress from Virginia and fifth in the country. In the CIA, Abigail worked counterterrorism. She puts country first. That's why I support Abigail. 
I approve this message because Congress needs fixing, but I like a challenge. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 6.15, time to catch up with Dave. You know, beginning to think Thursday night football, the new cure for insomnia. Oh, it was dramatic at the end. Commanders 12-7 win over the Bears, but only one touchdown. In fact, only one touchdown last 45 drives of Thursday night football. But the touchdown belonged to the Commanders. The first career touchdown for Brian Robinson Jr., second game back after being shot in the leg in late August. All the guys in that locker room, man, they, you know, they they showed me nothing but love and pushing me every day I came in the building, you know, you know, just telling me, you know, God got a purpose for me and, you know, just keep going. Now, before that, most excitement, Al Michaels on Dan Snyder. Just my feeling, I think what the league would love is for Snyder to sell the team. Not have to go to a vote, but just sell the team. And speaking of Dan Snyder, head coach Rob Rivera not having happy with the idea that it was Snyder that wanted Carson Wentz. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking, when we were at Indianapolis. Okay? And that's what pisses me off. Because the young man doesn't deserve to have that all the time. And next half hour, the moment that allowed the Commanders to escape Chicago with a win. Capitals did not escape Toronto with a win. A 3-2 loss to Maple Leafs. Jordan Alvarez at it again. A two-run homer. Go-ahead homer. Astros 4-2 win over the Mariners. And the Wizards here in New York. Final preseason game against the Knicks. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. The January 6th committee wrapped up what is likely its final hearing with a vote to subpoena former President Trump. The committee accused the former president of orchestrating a plan to overturn the results of the 2020 election, leading his supporters to assault the U.S. Capitol. NFL owners reportedly have no plan to vote on removing Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder at the owners' meeting next week. Snyder's lawyers also may take legal action against ESPN for a report that said Snyder dug up dirt on fellow owners and Commissioner Roger Goodell. D.C. police have located a car involved in the shooting death of a 15-year-old on a porch in northeast D.C. yesterday. The suspects remain on the loose. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. At 617, now the longest-serving member of the U.S. Senate is in the hospital this morning. 82-year-old Patrick Leahy of Vermont was taken to the hospital from his home in McLean last night after reporting that he wasn't feeling well. A spokesman says his doctors recommended that he stay at the hospital overnight for observation. Leahy has been hospitalized a number of times in recent years, including in June, when he underwent surgery to repair a broken hip after a fall in his home. It's 618. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Back to Jack Taylor now on the traffic center. Maryland Beltway, top side outer loop, already very slow after 95 to a point just past Georgia Avenue. We had an earlier wreck that I think is finally cleared from the right side of the roadway. South of town, a little heavier. Inner loop as you pass Pennsylvania Avenue, then again near 210 toward the Wilson Bridge. The ramp from National Harbor onto the inner loop local lanes. There was an earlier wreck along the left side of that ramp. Bigger delays right now in Virginia. 95 northbound, we're a little heavy in Woodbridge, then slow in Lorton as you ride out of Newington. After the Fairfax County Parkway, sounds like Virginia State authorities just moved our wreck over to the left shoulder. 
as you pass the Fairfax County Parkway, you should find your lanes open. No real worries yet. 395 coming out of Springfield, going north all the way up toward the 14th. Beltway's fine between Alexandria and McLean. 66 is looking good. Gainesville East headed toward Roslyn without big delay. There have been some activity in Maryland inside the Beltway. Baltimore-Washington Parkway down near 450. Sounded like northbound and southbound. We'd had incidents both over on the far right shoulder. There had been an issue in Gaithersburg on 355, I believe northbound after just before Odenhall Avenue. We'd had reports of some fire department activity. 270 still looking good south out of Frederick as you head down toward the lane divide so far without any slowdown. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's go get the forecast here with Chad Merrill. And Chad, looks like we'll have a nice day after all that rain yesterday. Yes, the clouds will break for some sunshine. I do want to mention some fog starting to develop in western Washington County where the skies have cleared. So keep that in mind for the morning commute up in the Washington County area. Otherwise, the clouds hanging on until sunrise across the entire WTOP listening area means the fog will be very limited. Those clouds will break for sunshine as the morning goes on. It's going to be a delightful afternoon with high temperatures in the lower 70s. Upper 40s overnight, mid 70s on Saturday, a bit of a southwest breeze, near 70 on Sunday, upper 60s on Monday. That's our transition day. It will turn brisk in the afternoon and we are only going to be in the 50s on Tuesday. Tuesday night, many areas down near freezing, even in the upper 30s in the nation's capital. 54 at Dallas International Beach. WI Marshall, we have 55 right now at Reagan National Airport. And it's brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. Up ahead on WTOP, the migrants who had been flown to Martha's Vineyard could now actually get special protection and secure their stay in the country. It's 620. Hear frontline voices on emergency response in partnership with Verizon. I've been on the job now with Fairfax 27 years. Mark Davidson, a captain with Fairfax County Fire and Rescue, says it's a lot different now compared to when he started. I've seen nothing but change. There's been so many changes in our gear, our tactics, how we respond. He says they're constantly asking. How do we change culture? How do we change how we do things to make things better? I'm Nick Ainelli. Verizon Frontline is built for those on the front lines. Built for extreme conditions. Built for 5G. Because when lines are on the line, the people we rely on need technology they can rely on. Verizon is the number one network choice in public safety. Verizon Frontline. The advanced network and technology for first responders. Visit verizon.com frontline to learn more. Based on quarterly third-party wireless voice market share data, first quarter 2022. I say a little prayer. Walk on by. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Burt Bacharach's hits top the charts for decades. Now, Mark Moore's dance group returns to the Kennedy Center to capture the pop legend's songs with exhilarating choreography. Don't miss action-packed dance, live music, and hit after catchy hit. Burt Bacharach himself says the look of love is just what the world needs now. October 26th to 29th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. With almost everything in life, you have choices. You can pick a lot, a little, or somewhere in the middle. So shouldn't there be an internet plan that's just as clever? One that allows you to add TV or home automation? Whenever. That's why Cox now offers flexible internet plans, giving you all the services you desire and nothing you don't require. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy found at cox.com slash policies. Restrictions apply. This is WTOP News. 
6.22 now. Fire marshals are looking into what caused a blaze at Mount Olivet United Methodist Church in Arlington this morning. The blaze broke out just before 3 a.m. on North Glebe Road near 15th Street. The Arlington County Fire Department says flames could be seen through the roof, but firefighters quickly got them under control. Gratefully, no one was hurt. The church is still being assessed for damage, but will likely still be usable. Three parents whose children were murdered fear that Maryland's new parole guidelines may eventually allow the killers to be set free. And they're now suing over those changes. Last year, a Supreme Court decision led the state to revise the process in considerations that help determine if a convicted criminal will be granted parole. They have adopted a rule with the intention of marginalizing what happened to the victim in the first place making that of little importance after the first parole hearing. Kurt Wolfgang of the Maryland Crime Victims Resource Center is helping to back the case. Their concern is with a clause that says among the long list of things the parole commission will examine is the circumstances surrounding the crime, which diminish in significance after the initial hearing. The state won't comment on pending litigation, but in filings for dismissal, say the plaintiffs misunderstand the process and the clause they're upset about. John Dome in WTOP News. New developments after dozens of migrants were flown to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts last month. A Texas sheriff has certified that they've been victimized by crime and if they were lured from Texas under false pretenses. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis arranged the transport of the migrants to Texas and then Massachusetts. The Texas sheriff's declaration may boost the migrants' eligibility for a special visa, allowing them to secure their stay in the country. You can expect Alaskan snow crab to be a rare sight on restaurant menus. Alaska has, for the first time in the state's history, canceled the winter snow crab season in the Bering Sea because of the crab's falling numbers. An estimated 1 billion crabs have mysteriously disappeared in two years, marking a 90% drop in their population. Experts say they point to disease and climate change as possible factors in that decline. Complaints about an Amazon data center have prompted a noise study in Prince William County. Inside Nova reports the Board of County Supervisors has set aside $11,000 to hire a consultant for the study of the Great Oak subdivision. Residents there have raised noise concerns about the data center, which is still under construction near Manassas Regional Airport. News at 25 and 55. Federal authorities are said to be investigating Elon Musk in connection with his acquisition of Twitter. That is according to a claim in a new court filing from the social media platform. No further details. A lawyer for Musk says that Twitter's court filing was designed to distract from the company's own legal problems. Last week, Musk proposed following through with the deal to buy the company after first attempting to terminate it in July. Twitter has sued to force completion of the deal. Despite global supply chain disruptions and rising costs, IKEA stores have reported record annual sales. The Swedish brand says it's a sign of its appeal in uncertain economic times. IKEA has raised the price of some items, but not others. IKEA's chief executive tells the Wall Street Journal the company is combating inflation by redesigning some products to do more with less. This report brought to you by Masson and the all-new Masson app. Hey, Nats fans, don't miss any of the action as the Nationals go on a six-game road trip starting in Miami. Nationals, Marlins, the series starts tonight at 6 p.m. Catch every play on Masson 2. And up ahead on WTOP. Former President Trump faces a subpoena, but is there any chance he'll testify before the January 6th committee? I'm Mitchell Miller today on The Hill. It's 626. 
I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through Veraheal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. Veraheal.com? V-E-R-I-H. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.